dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word, life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you, there's something else. The afterworld. A world of never-ending happiness. You can always see the sun. Day or night. This is the Excellent Reception Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Little Dave, and welcome to another episode of Excellent Reception, the podcast where we talk about timeless music and why it's so amazing. We have a really special show in store for you today. Before we get started, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts are available. Please take the time to leave a review. These help push our rankings up in the podcast charts so more people can discover excellent reception. Also, check out our website, www.excellentreception.com, as well as our site on Medium for articles about the artists and songs we have featured on the podcast. Excellent Reception. As you know, the world lost one of its great musical icons, Prince Rogers Nelson, simply known as Prince, departed from the earth on Thursday, April 21st, and left behind a gaping hole in the world of music. I had all these other ideas in mind for the next episode of Excellent Reception, but my thoughts kept going back to how much of an amazing musical legacy he left behind. I don't feel that I'm anywhere near qualified to give him the proper tribute he deserves. So I figured it was best I just share a few Prince tunes that I love. Many of my favorite Prince songs are the rare B-sides and gritty, unreleased demo tracks that never had a chance to be hit songs. There is something about hearing him at his most unpolished that gives you a true glimpse of how his intense genius works in the studio. On this episode of Excellent Reception, we're going to talk about the artist forever known as Prince and some of the lesser known songs from his legendary vaults. There are only a handful of musical artists that reach the zenith of fame and success in popular culture. Of course, the most notable being Michael Jackson, Madonna, and our featured artist, Prince. While the other two may have had huge hits and were great entertainers, neither had the level of raw musical ability as Prince. Influenced by his musician father, Prince developed an interest in music early on. He wrote his first song, Funk Machine, at age seven. Throughout his school age years, he learned to play a wide range of instruments and developed his intense work ethic. During his teenage years, he would play at hotels and YMCAs all over Minneapolis with his band, Grand Central, which included a young Morris Day on drums and Andre Simone on bass. In 1976, he recorded his very first demo tape, which led to his groundbreaking record deal with Warner Brothers, which gave him full creative control and ownership of his publishing. From his debut album, For You, all the way up to his final album, Hit and Run, Phase 2, Prince made the music he wanted to make without worrying about producing a hit song 
compromising to the will of record labels and pleasing all the critics. When it comes to the studio, Prince mainly creates without the help of other musicians. To capture his emotion, as well as have full control over what is being played, he would play each instrument layer by layer until he has a complete backing track. This is why Prince's music has an undeniably distinctive sonic energy and organic emotional context that you can only get from him. His entire studio workflow was designed to help him capture his ideas while they are fresh in his mind. As soon as inspiration hit, he would immediately record the melodies he was hearing in his head and spend the entire day developing the raw concept into a finished song. It was said that he would often overwork his studio engineers, keeping them locked down for hours until his vision was realized. As you can imagine, Prince quickly amassed a huge catalog of music. Only a small percentage of these tunes actually made it to the finished album. Some of these songs were used on projects for Vanity 6, The Time, New Power Generation, Sheila E., and other artists in his camp. Other songs were turned into huge hits for other artists like Shaka Khan, Sinead O'Connor, The Bangles, and Stevie Nicks. The leftovers were stored away in his vault at Paisley Park. A sizable amount of rare recordings, demo tapes, alternate versions, and unreleased Prince productions have leaked out into the world throughout the decades he's been a star. Thanks to legions of die-hard Prince fans and the power of the internet, these songs, along with the stories behind them, have taken on a life of their own. Let's take a look at a few of these lesser-known tracks and see what they reveal about the man behind the music. Excellent reception. One of the signature elements of Prince's sound is his use of the Lynn LM1 drum machine, which he uses predominantly on most of his early work. He took technology that was completely new at the time and turned its sound into his own. One of my all-time favorite Prince songs, Purple Music, is driven by one of these infamous drum tracks. This is a pretty minimalist composition, but it's full of so many interesting little moments. The syncopated drum track is constantly evolving as Prince sprinkles in a rubbery bass line and seemingly random hits of distorted keys and guitar licks. In the lyrics, Prince waxes poetic about rejecting drugs and other intoxicants in favor of getting high from the power of music. Don't need no reefer, don't need cocaine. Purple music does the same to my brain. Prince sings with a dry seriousness as purple music slowly gets us lifted. Don't need no reefer, don't need cocaine 
Another unreleased jewel from Prince's back catalog is Wonderful Ass. It's a poppy and carefree funk tune that talks about a woman who gives Prince a hard time because she can't understand his wild lifestyle. The lyrics are said to actually be inspired by his relationship with his protege, Vanity. Musically, the song is built around an extremely catchy polysynth melody over a mid-tempo drum track. The background is colored in with a smorgasbord of guitar riffs, each drenched in their own unique concoction of guitar pedal effects. This bubbly feel-good tune was originally recorded back in 1983 at Prince's Home Studio in Chanhansen, Minnesota, a few years before the legendary Paisley Park Studio was built.
sometime in 1986, the song was updated by the Revolution's Wendy and Lisa, who polished off the song with additional instrumentation and vocals. If you listen to the full recording, you'll hear them chant, The Revolution Will Be Heard. There have been a few attempts throughout the years to release this song, but unfortunately, every project it has been added to ended up getting shelved. Prince's demos, we find another heavy track called Do Yourself a Favor. Here you find him singing about the end of a relationship and the dialogue he has with the woman as she walks away. Do Yourself a Favor didn't start or end with Prince. 
This is actually a cover of a song called If You See Me by the band 94 East, who he worked with in his early years. If You See Me was written and sung by Pepe Willie, who actually wrote the song about the bitter breakup he had with Prince's cousin, Chantel. The original 94 East version has a slightly cheesy, late 70s funk jazz vibe. Once Prince got his hands on it, he broke it down to its barest elements and reconstructed it into an 80s style soul rock masterpiece. The song kicks off with Hey Mickey style drums, then fills in with various keys and synthesizers playing melodies against the shuffle of the drums and each other. All layered together, it creates sort of a merry-go-round effect, which can be best heard during the chorus. Years after Prince recorded his version, Jesse Johnson released a version of the song on his self-produced 1986 album, Shockadelica. When you hear Jesse's version, it's obvious that he was influenced by Prince's demo. But his version lacks the intensity and emotional connection that Prince was capable of bringing to the recording. Excellent reception. Oh my own. So if you see 
One of the easier to find Prince demos is Chlorine Bacon Skin, which was officially released on Prince's 1989 box set called Crystal Ball. Even though it was properly mixed and mastered, it's one of the rawest songs from the Purple Ones catalog. It's almost hard to even call it a song. It's literally just a 15-minute recording of Prince and Morris Day bugging out in the studio. All the magic happens in one straight take with just a bass, a drum kit, and a very raspy incarnation of Prince's voice. Chlorine Bacon Skin was recorded on March 27, 1983, in the sessions that occurred during a break in the middle of the 1999 tour. These sessions produced much of the material used for the Times' third album, Ice Cream Castle, which contained huge hits like The Bird and Jungle Love, which was just recorded the day before Chlorine Bacon Skin. We can only assume that Chlorine Bacon Skin was later transformed into the Times' song, Tricky, the B-side to the Ice Cream Castle's single. You, you, you're just old. That's all I know, you're just old, and you're fat. You know it, dude, don't you? You know it, you're just fat and old. Hit me. Yes, yes. That's right, yes. Johnny, Johnny. Tricky contains the same drum pattern and bass line as well as a similar vocal performance from Prince. The unpolished bare-bones funk and long-running track time of Chlorine Bacon Skin has been met with mixed feelings by even some of the most dedicated Prince fans. While it lacks the glossiness of some of the more popular productions from Prince's camp, the song's beauty lies in the fact that it gives you an uncut view of Morris Day and Prince's creative process. But even more importantly, it's just great to hear these two musicians having fun. This is the Excellent Reception Podcast. Yeah, what a, yeah, what a nice breeze, motherfuckers. You get what you're looking for, nigga? Oh, hold it, stop it. Motherfucker didn't even have the headphones on. This song is cold. This song is cold. Bacon skin. Hit me. It's dedicated my first wife. The name is Chlorine. Big skin. 
song that really blows my mind is the huge party starting jam databank it's a massive boogie funk tune that much like his b-side recordings scarlet pussy an irresistible bitch Contain a heavy George Clinton Parliament Funkadelic influence. The recording session for the unreleased version was done in 1986 and includes additional instrumentation by the members of the revolution. As you listen, you'll hear Prince dialoguing with the band and arranging the music on the spot. You'll hear him complaining to the horn section for coming in too early, giving the bass player a hard time for being out of key and asking Wendy and Lisa to play some ideas they were fooling around with in an earlier session. Even though these are things that would normally get cut out of the final version, it's great to get such an engaging glimpse behind the curtain. As you go through Prince's demos, you'll end up finding plenty of songs that would have been monster hits if he had released them himself, instead of passing them on to other artists or never releasing them at all. Unfortunately, this version of Databank was never released. Instead, Prince re-recorded and repackaged it for the Times 1990 album, Pandemonium. 
since Prince's sound and the sound of popular music as a whole had moved into a whole new realm by the 1990s. This version sounds completely different. This is the Excellent Reception Podcast. I don't know. Could I, could I call you sometime?
driver of the car. just want to say rest in peace to Prince Rogers Nelson and thank you once again for tuning in to another excellent reception if you love what we're doing here please spread the word to other music lovers you know make sure you check us out on excellentreception.com and if you haven't done it yet please subscribe to the podcast so you can be the first to hear new episodes also you can listen to my broadcast radio show eavesdrop radio in philadelphia every friday from 6 p.m to 9 p.m on wkdu 91.7 fm or stream it live online at wkdu.org so until next time this is your host little dave signing off for excellent reception where we're coming in loud and clear with the sounds you need to hear Peace. 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 Excellent reception. reception.